Do you want to become a better songwriter? Well, we created a very simple 10-minute songwriter personality test, and it's going to help you better understand who you are as a writer, and it's going to help you in the writer's room when you're writing with other writers, because you're going to be able to identify what kind of writer they are, maybe even have them take the songwriter personality test. If you're curious and you want to take the songwriter personality test today, just visit songwriterpersonalitytest.com or go to the link on the writingworship.co website. This is the Brave Podcast, awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. Brave exists to encourage, resource, and connect brave women around the world for the glory of God. Hey, Brave Worship, this is Christy Nordoff, and today I've got my buddy with me, Amanda Blankenship. Hey, guys. All the way from Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And if you don't know, Amanda, um, she does a ton of stuff with Brave Worship and also writing worship. Do you want to tell us just a little bit, Amanda? Um, yeah, so for Brave Worship, um, I do a lot of communications um, stuff, and so, you know, social media stuff that you see, and then writing worship, uh, work a lot with the mentorship program. Yes, so um, you're a big part of both sides, and I'm sure they've all been impacted by your work in one way or another, which is amazing. Um, we're super thankful to have you part of this community. Um, but you and I were having a conversation the other day, and we thought it was worthy of a podcast. So here yeah. we are talking about it. Um, basically, where it started was I had a dream um, that I was I was on a trail, and I was marking the trail for someone named Next. And um, it sort of threw us down this path. Um, of sort of unpacking what that meant. And I know um, that's a conversation we've had a lot of times too, Amanda, was um, Mm -hmm. conversations about dreams. But I'm going to read this, and then we're just going to talk about it. This is what I wrote when I woke up May 6th at 7 a.m. Dear Next, I wanted to let you know I am marking a trail for you to follow. Just today, I was marking trees with bright orange ribbon. It is my goal to make staying on the path as clear as I can. I've definitely found stretches of twisted thorns that were hard to get through. It might have taken less time to work my way through them, but I couldn't help but think of you and felt like it would be better for me to go ahead and clear them. There are also some steep inclines. When you reach the inclines, watch for the stones I've placed for you to step on. They should keep you steady all the way up. You will hear a brook before you see it. It was overgrown with weeds on every side. Once you get through some of the weeds, you will find I've made a clearing. By the time you get there, the grass should be coming in and the flowers will be blooming. I knew you would need a place to rest. As often as I ran across berries or small fruit-bearing trees, I replanted them trailside so that you would have enough food to sustain you. The birds along the path have been my musical companions accompanying my song, 
And I pray they do the same for you. It has been quite a journey figuring out this trail, but a beautiful one. My prayer for you is that as you pass through it, that you would only make it clearer and it would be more beautiful for those coming behind you. Add your touches and your heart. Ultimately, we want to make plenty of room for many to follow and enjoy the journey as you go. I'll be cheering you on. See you soon. Love ahead. Um, what blew my mind that day, and I don't know if I've told you this, Amanda, was I had a co-write later that afternoon, and um, I was working with someone, and we were sharing where we were just in stage of life, and uh, I wasn't sure how to sign that letter when I signed it ahead, but uh, after that conversation, I felt like it was the right thing. She told me um, when I told her the ages of my kids and everything, she said, you're just a little ahead of me, she said that day. So um, we'd just love to hear your thoughts on all of that, Amanda. Yeah, well, I it immediately made me think, you know, when she just said about her kids and stuff, that's what we hear a lot too, is it's always good to have friends who are a little bit further down the road than us, um, who can give us some wise counsel as we go. Um, but this is so much, uh, to me, part of really what we do in the mentorship program of like taking this journey. We talk about this journey that we're on so much in that and how, you know, you have to have gone somewhere to bring somebody alongside you and take them with you too. But um, I feel like it's so much just this journey dream. And I see like there's so many elements to it that are really kind of pieces you can pull out and talk about. And so we can definitely do that if you want to pull out mm-hmm. some some pieces. Um, when I was first thinking about it too, I thought, you know, clearing a path and being that pioneer trailblazing, you might say going ahead is really hard work. I think we talked about that, didn't we? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so much hard work. Um, but you know, it's like the, the phrase, like it's hard work, but somebody has got to do it kind of thing. But, um, I had just got done watching, I think it was called when the wilderness on Netflix. Hmm. Is that um, a movie or a series? It's a series where these people are um, competing with each other kind of in survival competition stuff for this amazing place in Alaska that is just literally out in the wilderness with nothing around. Um, But part of that show, they had to clear a path between two trails. So they were like um, parallel trails Mm -hmm. and they needed a way to get from one side to the other. And so I had just watched that, I think, when you shared that dream with me. And I was like, wow. So what I noticed, you know, when we talk about trailblazing, it is really hard. But I watched this team of probably six, maybe six people um, move through that and, and like tear down trees and pull out weeds and dig out roots. And they were making it wide enough for um, a team of like uh, the sled dogs mm-hmm. to be able to go through. And they did it like in a day. Wow. And I was amazed at, I didn't think they would get it done in a day, but they got it all done in a day because of the team that works together. And I was just thinking through, you know, what we really treasure with Brave Worship 
um, especially I think is the, the team concept and how we're all working together. We all value each other. Mm. Um, I think we talk about that too in writing worship, kind of part of our creed of the jewels is, is part of that is like valuing one another and honoring one another. Mm. Um, so that was the first thing. And what did that make you think of that team concept? Yeah. Um, well, the one line in there that stood out to me that made me really think about, you know, just some decisions that I've had to make that have actually made things harder for me. Um, it was the line about, you know, I actually could have made my way through this much quicker than stopping and taking the time to clear this, basically, so, sort of in that vein. But I see the value in taking the time to clear it for you and those that are coming after you. And I think what is awesome when a team does that, um, it brings that sort of generational unity to the body of Christ. Um, it's the I'm clearing more for your generation. You clear more for the next generation. They clear more for the next generation. And um it just, it builds upon, you know, um, the, the generations build upon one another and create something so beautiful that they never could have created on their own. Um, but also makes me think of, you know, just this morning we were talking about, um, you know, helping to create a path for worship leaders. How do you get to the destination of Right, having a songwriting culture, and you and I this morning uh, together, Amanda, we were clearing a path, um, creating steps, and so yeah. And you're right; we've done the same thing. I think with the whole writing worship, like we we've been through it, and we can look back and see, oh, we can. Once you've sort of been through, you can you can draw the map. You can actually draw the map. Um, and yeah, some of that, like going through that process or being the first one to go through that, it is sometimes not an easy position, even for people that are maybe the first songwriter in their community, or even for people um, that might be the first one to try having a, a songwriting culture in their church, you know, yeah. um, they're also pioneers in their area. Um, but I just think you're blessing generations when you're willing to do that. Oh yeah, you, you totally are. And um, so even, even some of those key elements in your dream seem like things that even so that the next generation and the next generation have done. So, um, well, I'll, I, I want to go into maybe a different area with it. Mm -hmm. I think um it, it might be interesting to look at it towards our songwriting personality types even. Hmm. Um, because if you think about, so what mine is hearing prophetic and melody, but mm -hmm. the person, and I think yours is hearing prophetic, isn't it? Christine? And content. Yep. And content. So um, if you think about this path and this, this, this journey that needs worked out and made away, you know, clearing away, um, the hearing prophetic is kind of perhaps the one on that journey that they saw where the path needed to go. Hmm. You know, they, they, they heard from the Lord, they had this vision or this dream. 
mm-hmm. um, maybe the pioneer who is like, here's, here's where the path needs to be dug out, you know, and they want to awaken others to do the, the same. Like, mm-hmm. here's, here's where we need to go. Um, and then I think you have even those structured writers. Mm-hmm. They kind of maybe work through the process of how mm-hmm. to move forward and the order of the work that should be done. You know, um, they're probably using a song map of some sort. You know, they're the ribbon tires. Yeah, they're like, they're thinking of um, just how we're going to do it and the order that we're going to move ahead together. And so it's this team starting to be, to be built, you know, we've got our hearing prophetic and the content and then uh, our structure and maybe content. I love how in the course we talk about, or in the book even, that they're gatherers of lyric. Mm-hmm. I think they could also gather people and... And, and gathering the team together too and, and knowing what work needs to be ahead and making sure that the team there isn't that's needed for that work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw the melody being making sure that each team member reached its potential. Cause we think about how melody um, puts together all of that to make it sound beautiful and it's memorable in some way too. Mm-hmm. And, so it's all going to fit together in the in the right place, and it's so important on that team that's working together. You know, uh, this uh, when the wilderness thing, there were some that were like digging uh, with um, shovels. Some of them were literally just using their hands and pulling out weeds, um, but they had to have the right job. Some of them, I think that obviously they were made to do the job that they were doing. Like some of them. Um, had the equipment or the skill level to do that specific job that they were doing, clearing the path. Um, I do think uh, they're like, so concept, I think keeps everybody on track, you know, mm-hmm. there, um, you remember you talked about they, there were stones that were laid mm-hmm. in the dream. Like I immediately thought that's what a concept person would do. Hmm. It, they would lay st- they would lay these stones to keep people on on track um, hmm. and I think like your chords arranging and producer types they're the ones who are like beautifying the path mm-hmm. those are the like you know the flowers and the the ribbons and stuff like it's not just um it's not just a path like it's been beautified in this way and um and each each part comes together to make it what it is. And so that the next generation coming, like the, that next personality style, that next person that comes into that path, that song, whatever it looks like, they're contributing a piece to the whole that makes it what it's supposed to be. Hmm. Wow, that's awesome. I love all that. And um I love how you connected it all to the personalities, but it is just like, you're right. Everybody's purpose is different, but when they're all put together, that's when you can see the path more clearly. And that's when you see the path becoming more beautiful. Um, And for me, I also had been through sort of a rough patch 
um, right before this just was really like weighed down in my heart, so heavy um, with some circumstances in life, like really outside of my control um, that had kind of consumed me and really brought me down. And um, I felt like another another reason why I had this dream was just literally for the word next. I felt like the Lord was refocusing me, kind of like, all right, next, get up. <laughs> kind of that, not in a loving way, not in a like way that doesn't recognize the pain I was feeling, but in a, hey, wake up, like, don't forget, next. Don't forget what your purpose is, you know, like yeah. don't become so consumed with what's currently happening that you don't remember what's coming next. Um, and I think that that is a word for everybody. Like, you know, um, even during this time, I feel like we can get so like in this, um, place of, I mean, a lot of people are dealing with depression and there's been other things like coming up in people and, um, you know, dysfunction coming up, lots of things coming up, but I feel like, um, remembering to stay focused on the long term is really important too. Yeah. That's about that. Well, it's almost like, you know, don't be distracted from the purpose that I gave you, right? Like don't, Mm -hmm. Don't let this, you know, season right now be a deterrent from the path that I've laid out for you and from the work that's ahead of you, because, you know, I don't know how you envisioned, um, the end of that path in your dream. I don't know. Did you talk about the end of it, but was it like ever going, was it something that was going to continue to be built out or did it reach a place? I don't know that it had an ending. Um, I don't think I named an ending. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think you did. Let me see. Pulling it back up in my journal. All right. Flipping pages. Um, no. It just talks about passing through it, making it more clear and more beautiful for those coming behind, making plenty of room. Enjoy, enjoy it. And I'll be cheering you on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's not an end. Yeah. Because I think we've talked before too about, we know that, you know, our purpose is to, you know, clear a certain path. We know that the next generation, if we've, if we've done our, a good job with maintaining the path that we were to clear, because even think about that, when you, when you clear a path, it has to continually be maintained. Hmm. or weeds will come back in, you know, trees could fall over on it. There's a maintenance of that path. Hmm. Um, And I see that represented in your dream. There's a maintenance there to the extent that it's even been beautified, you Hmm. know? So there's a maintaining of that path too, because that next generation that comes through, they, they need that clear way because they're getting ready to forge ahead even further. They're going to clear a new portion of the path. Um, so it's, it's, it is a continual thing and it's us being willing to like play our part and do mm-hmm. our part for that next, the next generation. Yeah. And what I also love is, um, there's sort of an element of surprise. Um, it's sort of like, 
I don't know, like sort of planning little surprises or planting things or, um, you know, supplying food or creating these oasis of rest um, Mm. that you're not announcing. They just will be a surprise when the next generation comes around the corner. And I think sometimes, you know, even as we're practically writing these resources and creating this community for songwriters and all these things, I think there are some things like that where somebody might not totally um, grasp the concept until they come around the right corner. Um, And then it becomes this surprise of revelation to them. And um, I think it's definitely um, fun to plant those surprises of beauty along the way or surprises of rest or surprises of nourishment even. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. I mean, I got chills when you said it because I thought, I mean, that also takes, there's a discernment level there of, you know, Lord, I, I don't know why I'm putting this here or, or why I'm laying this down or why I'm providing this in this season or at this spot, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be faithful to do it. And you do it and you move on ahead. It's just like, uh, you know, Hebrews, when it talks about these, these people died not knowing the promise. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes we don't know um, why we're being asked to do what we're being to do, but we mm-hmm. obey and it could very well be for that next generation. I'm going to say probably need that, that food, that sustenance that was left on the path at that moment. Maybe they were weak mm-hmm. uh, or they'd been through something. We don't know, but mm-hmm. I think that that's such a, it's such a selfless part of that journey. Mm. Of, of saying, I'm even going to leave these things. I don't know why or who it's for, but the Lord's asked me to. And so, so I will. Mm. Um, yeah, that's, I think right there, that's, that's the most beautiful part of it right there, Chrissy. Mm. And I think if we can grasp the, um, and, and I know we've talked about this before, but just like the community, the kingdom side of it, where, Literally, as we're walking through the journey, which really is life, um, we're thinking of others, like you said, Amanda, we're thinking of others as we go and thinking and listening to the Lord, what he's telling us to do, uh, not even not understanding, but we still continue to walk with that kingdom perspective instead of the me perspective, mm-hmm. um, instead of the, hey, guess what? I could get there way faster if I took this shortcut or, Hey, I could save a ton of time if I, you know, don't cut down these bushes right here. Right. Um, like if you don't make the path so wide, cause you talked about how you made it wide enough, you know, for like many to follow, it would be so much quicker to make a very small, narrow path that just, you could fit through. Yep. Or even just jump over those bushes. Yeah. <laughs> But I think, like, really carefully walking through the path with care, you know, with care, um, keeping that bigger perspective than self. And um, I think the careful part of things, um, I want to live there, you know, I want to be there. I want to be that person. I want to think about who's coming behind us and 
honor those that have gone before. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, because even those. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was thinking even those things that are left, like the the food or the flowers or the laid stones or the the orange ribbons. You know, they're not put out with you know you don't etch our name in the stone or, hmm. um, or, you know, somehow try and draw it to us. And yet, and so it's not about you, but yet I see how God still leaves that remnant of you there. Like it's hmm. seeing the small touches of you along the way. Uh, and it reminded me of how you talked about when God told you, he heard you in the songs that you wrote, whether you hmm. were the, voice that carried the song or not Mm. um I think that's true for people on the path too like they know like they might not really know who who left it but it's like the spirit of that person still lives on and what they've what they've left behind and um Mm. it it is a selfless thing and and I, I think that's a prayer I think that's the biggest prayerful like actionable thing to take away from the dream is you know am I willing to selflessly move ahead for next right well and recently um I just talked to my pastor last week and um I was sharing with him some of my experiences and um you know some of the things I was struggling with and I, I basically said to him, and this might be just a season of life where I am right now, um, mid-40s, you know, just said to him, I just want to give my life away, like, for the kingdom. Like, I just feel like I'm at that place, um, you know, maybe just on my journey, and, and maybe this dream is part of it, um, where I just see the value uh, in making room for more people more mm-hmm. I see more value in that than making room for myself if that makes sense and I'm not saying that in a I don't know it can come across weird but I just see the importance of it I guess I just see the importance of it and you know at the end of the dream just said I'll be cheering you on and um it's just really fun to give yourself away and see people receive it mm-hmm. and keep moving. And then they begin giving themselves away. It's just a beautiful, um, it's a ripple effect that, that goes much greater than yourself. And I think maybe that's part of what I'm realizing. Like, yeah, I can um, accomplish things on my own, but what I see more value in is giving myself away and watching what happens when other people uh, get to carry the torch, so to speak. Yeah. And, and doing that with a team around you, you know, yes. and, and creating this team that says like, it's not just me who's saying I'm willing to move ahead selflessly, but we, we are willing to move ahead and, and use the gifts and the tools and the, the equipment that he's given us, the skills, the knowledge, um, because it's, you know, together that, that we'll get further. And so there's a, yes. a beautiful thing like that to be united around that cause that is truly for one another. 
mm-hmm. um, and for the next generation as opposed to trying to make names for ourselves. Yep. And I feel like that's what brave worship is. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of the first times I've ever experienced a united uh, team, like, you know, working together exactly what you're saying, Amanda. Um, so I'm, I'm so thankful, um, just to have that unity, that, um, that same perspective, that same goal in mind, uh, where honestly we've been able to accomplish a bunch more together and it's been really kingdom focused and, um, yeah, I just treasure it. I really treasure it because it's different. It's different. and. Um, you don't always get that, you know? No, you don't. It's really a beautiful thing. And I treasure it too. It's like when, when you know, you found something that, that wonderful, you do treasure it and you protect it and you hold on to it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess for the listeners, um, what I would say is we want to make room for you too, however we can. And, and on, as far as our path is wide, um, we want to give you room to grow and move and um, create beauty as you go. And, um, and we want to give you all the tools and all the things that we've learned uh, to give you the best opportunity to build kingdom uh, where you are. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> And um, that's a part of what we're doing. That's a part of our goal. We are definitely thinking about you, even those of you that we've never met. Um, we actually, I think, feel a connection with just your generation, and you're part of that. Um, and we would love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what you're doing. We'd love to hear what your side of the path looks like. And um, and what you see, what you're hearing, uh, what you're building. We'd love to hear about it. Right, Amanda? Yes, we would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so if you're not already connected with us, you can find us at uh, braveworship.com. We have a Facebook group. We've got local coffees. Um, we are building community through those. And we've got a lot of online resources. Um, and Amanda, if they want to hear more from you, tell us tell us where we can find more about you. Um, I would say probably mostly on my Facebook page or Instagram is where I like to do most of my sharing. Um, I have a website, but I really need to update that. So <laughs> I would say check me out um, on Facebook or Instagram at Amanda Blankenship Music. But you're mostly going to see me probably in brave worship or writing worship. So any of that. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Any last thoughts, Amanda? I love your quote from today. Would you mind sharing that? Oh, sure. Um, God-sized dreams, uh, man-sized steps. So that I think is super encouraging for all of you on the path. And we're, we're sharing that path, but, um, yeah. So keep in mind the God sized dream, but, but just work on a step at a time. Yeah. Um, take that with you. 
just keep dreaming, you know, keep dreaming yeah. and keep sharing those dreams. Like Chrissy just said today, I think a lot of us have dreams and we don't share them or consider that they could mean something um, purposeful for us or for others. So uh, be willing to share what the Lord speaks to you. Mm, that's really good. Well, I hope that blesses you guys and we will be looking for you on Facebook and on Instagram and all the places. So I hope you guys have a great week. God bless you. Thanks for listening to The Brave Podcast, awakening dreams, purpose, and songs. You can visit braveworship.com to learn more about how you can join one of the upcoming Brave Coffees in your local area. We'd love to connect with you on Instagram at Brave Worship and on Facebook at Brave Worship page. We'd also love for you to join us at our next songwriting event or missions trip. And you can stay up to date on all of those things and the latest happenings when you sign up for our newsletter at braveworship.com. The times I've grown most as a songwriter are the times I've had mentors showing me the way. If you're looking to grow as a songwriter, we're now accepting applications for our Worship Songwriter Mentorship. Now, it's available only a few times each year. The Worship Songwriter Mentorship is a songwriting intensive that will help you craft impactful worship songs. It's a course created by Dove Award-winning and Grammy-nominated, drumroll here please, (laughs) our founder, pro songwriter Chrissy Nordoff. It's a small group community, and it's led by other songwriters over the course of nine weeks. It's an intensive course and a small group co-writing environment, and that means you'll be added to a special group of about 12 writers, give or take. Each group is led by experienced songwriters, some of them my dear, dear friends, and I've even gotten to lead a group or two. Rachel here, by the way. We love the church, and we love to champion fellow worship songwriters just like yourself. In this mentorship, you'll learn how to write songs for you and your congregation. You'll go deeper in your intimacy with Jesus, You'll get the tools needed to help craft songs more easily and never run out of creative ideas. Okay, I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me, this course is a game changer. You'll learn how to leverage your unique songwriting personality and connect with other like-minded writers in a meaningful way. Truly, I can't think of another course, group of people, community that has impacted my songwriting the way that this mentorship has. If you're wanting to take the next steps in your songwriting journey, then apply now at the link in our show notes. We hope to see you there.